Ah, Taco Bell. No, not the faux Mexican food place. I actually adore Taco Bell, but not so much since they got rid of the Mexican pizza. That was a big mistake. And I think eventually they'll see the error of their ways and bring the Mexican pizza back. I've actually tried to recreate the Mexican pizza from uh, recipes that I've obtained online. And no, can't do it. Taco Bell, bring back the Mexican pizza. Until then, I'm going to go to Castaneda's or Del Taco. Not that their food's any better, but you know what I mean. It's, it's the principle of the thing. Mexican pizza is Taco Bell. Can I get an amen up in here? Anyway, I say Taco Bell because that's the name of my mother's dog. His name was Tonto. He's a Chawini that mother and I went to adopt at a rescue place. There were all these dogs in there and they were barking and yapping. And there was this little wiener dog. Actually, my name for Taco is Wiener. And he was coming up close to the gate and sort of sticking his nose under the gate near my mother's feet. And the guy who was the proprietor of the rescue place indicated that uh, Wiener, Tonto, Taco, um, was owned by an elderly woman who had recently died. And I said, look, mother, the dog recognizes another old woman. This is the dog for you. And of course, love at first sight, we got Tonto and we brought him home. And this is when my mother was living by herself in the mobile home. And I would go to visit, you know, for three day weekends, every weekend. And I was lying in bed one day and I thought, I don't like that name Tonto. I'm going to go with something a little cheesier, Taco. But then I took it a step further and named him Taco Bell. And so his actual full name is Taco Bell. Mother calls him Taco. I call him Wiener. The neighbors love him. He's got down a perfect line from his forehead down from his nose. One side is black. One side is brown. I think that's where they got the name Tonto. If you've seen the Tonto was part of a duo, Tonto. The Masked Ranger is what I remember him called, but I'm, I'm missing the name. But anyway, who cares? Tonto. Now it's Taco Bell, Wiener. And so the reason why I'm bringing up the story is because just recently, within the last couple of years, two and a half years, Taco was diagnosed with Addison's disease which I don't understand Addison's really, but it affects the immune system and can generalize to other organs of the body if left unchecked. 
And fortunately, Taco was checked while he was having an Addison's, uh, what do they call it, crisis. So we brought him down to the vet. Here's another thing I want to thank and appreciate and respect my mother. She used to be a nurse. And so she actually was able to realize that Taco was laboring for whatever reason. And my mother was also able to realize that my Lulu might be diabetic because she was drinking a lot of water and peeing a lot. And I did bring Lulu to the vet. And in fact, Lulu is diabetic. And I give Lulu her shots two times a day within a 12-hour separation of each other. And as I've said before, I do it because she's my Lulu. I will do anything for my Lulu. I love her so much, as I've said. I will even eat her poop. Can't say that a lot for a lot of people, if anyone. Anyway, Taco had another Addison crisis over the last few days. And so we brought him into the vet. And it was a different doctor who saw him this time. We really love Dr. Yates. She is direct and to the point and not over-dramatizing. This new vet we saw at the same vet clinic, but Dr. Yates was not in, so this new vet saw him and was actually, I want to say, in a, in a very discreet way, not having the same bedside manner as Dr. Yates. And I'm going to convey that to her. But he seemed more doom and gloom, more focusing on negative and cautious. And so we've been through this Addison crisis at least twice in the last two and a half years. And so this would be the third time. And we brought him in. And they came back with an estimate that it was going to be about $2,000 to do what they needed to do, and then some, um, in addition to after they did what they needed to do, then more than likely he was going to have to go to an emergency hospital to do more. And like, doesn't that sound really expensive? And I know that we can't put a price on our fur babies' lives, but I think we also need to stick with reality and understand that there has to be a limitation or limitations of what we can do. I mean, I don't want Taco to have to go through this episode after episode for the rest of his what very well could be a very short life. But then, like the vet said today, or yesterday, because today is after midnight, was talking about, well, you know, we need to do this, we need to do that, but if you choose not to be aggressive, 
then we can cut back on certain things. But you also have to realize that if you cut back on certain things, then we're also looking and watching and waiting. Or maybe you need to say goodbye, which that's not something we really want to hear. And I was looking to get some kind of recommendation from this particular vet. And all he was giving me was, I was feeling this, so I'm not going to use a you statement. I'm using an I statement. I felt like I was being guilted into not doing what he was recommending the aggressive form of treatment should be for taco which confused me even more because the more questions i asked the more answers i got that made me feel guilted into what i should do as opposed to what mother and i decided that we wanted to do and so you know like life i had to stand up and i had to put on my big boy pants and make decisions. And mother was right there with me. And we decided, let's not go overboard in everything that you wanted to do, like the unnecessary, as I saw it, x-rays, the unnecessary battery of tests after you did everything to stabilize him, like Dr. Yates had done every year previously and let's see what happens and we felt good about that mother and I did not in any way want to say let's hold back treatment from taco and maybe it's time to quote say goodbye no what we wanted to do was do what we could do for him right now, like I said, what was done for him before, have him come home, see how he progresses or not, and take it from there. And we also believed that, as I asked the doctor, is Taco going to be under any discomfort or pain if the treatment we decide to take for him does not work? And he said no. And so again, we decided, why not, if Taco is not long for this world, instead of being euthanized, why can't he just come home to live and or die? Isn't that the way that we want, all of us want to go out? Who wants this long, drawn-out scenario. I've always maintained, knock on wood, it doesn't happen anytime soon, that I just die comfortably in my sleep. And I know the mother feels that way too. And that's the way that we felt about Taco. So we finished up everything that needed to be done. The doctor called me in again before we took Taco home and reiterated this 
tale of not support is the way that I looked at it. He had no real high percentage of optimism. It was all presented in a way of negativity or pessimism. And I didn't appreciate that. That's not what we want to hear. We understand, Mother and I are smart enough to understand life and how things go. We didn't need somebody to share the pessimism with us. That's what Dr. Yates gave us. That's what this particular doctor did not give us. So now Wiener is home. He seems to have perked up a bit because they rehydrated him and gave him medication and got him back into what they do for Addison crisis animals. And we'll see where it goes. But he's home. And his ears perk up because he got to see Lulu. He got to see home. He got to go out and potty or not potty, as the case may be, in his own backyard. And isn't that really the way that we all want to live and go out in our own way, under our own steam, in our own healthy environment, amongst loved ones who are there, genuinely, who care. So I'm extrapolating Wiener's story to all of us. But I think anybody who's listening to this will understand where we're coming from. I could not, mother could not, just say, we're spending money after money, so let's euthanize him. That did not seem right. But the reality is, we're spending money over money, whereby Wiener might not ever recover. And so if he's going to recover or live his best life, he's going to do it at home, not shot up on a table in a very sad and depressing way, not only for him, but for us. Or he's going to live at home until it's his time to go like we all want. And so this is where it stands right now. I will add on to the podcast as more information comes to light. Let's all keep good thoughts for Taco. He deserves it. He's lived and he's living a good life. He's my mother's baby. And she loves him. And she needs him. And they need each other. Anyway, I will live, I've lived to tell. And I will share more till next time. Update. Wiener is thriving. He's doing well. We're happy. 
We take it one day at a time. That's the way life should be, right? For all of us. Till next time.